Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right, how are we? Great! Oh. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> just enough. <laughs> I think I'm supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even wow. though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. Uh, yeah. If you say it loud enough, you'll always sound, sound precocious. Mm. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm diddle diddle, I'm diddle eye, I'm diddle diddle, I'm diddle eye. Dick Van Dyke, settle down. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say how are we, but uh, we are doing some back-to-backs, so I'm guessing we're probably much the same as we were 15 <laughs> minutes ago when we signed off the A last little bit one. more pissed. Oh, just a little bit, yeah, okay. Yeah. I had to do a little check-in with myself to make sure that I would still be able to read this, and I'm really good. I'm quite tidy, I think, so that's good. Okay. Uh, so there are no, signs. There are no outward signs? Not yet. No, no, no. But, but give me three paragraphs in and then it'll hit me like a ton of bricks. So who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together we are... Trial, Trial by... Oh, fantastic. That was very exciting. Can, did you just shake your shimmy as you said that? I did shoulders. Schmitty? It wasn't boobies. Oh, was sh- oh you did. Oh, I was doing shoulders. I don't know shoulders. what I did. Well, I think it was just... because... Schmitty had her hands wide and oh, yeah. Carla was shaking her shoulders and <laughs> combined the two. Yeah, I didn't, in the brief thing, I didn't say let's have a little dance, but it just turned out that way. Yeah. What are we drinking? Are you still on the rose or on something else? We're having last episode's rose and then we're going on. So I bought two on my farewell tour to Horsham. This one is called Bone Dry Rosé. That sounds awful. And I'm not okay. sure. Yeah, I know, right? It's terrible marketing, I think. And it literally mm. has on the artwork like oh, a yeah. skull. Yeah. I mean, it's, be nice. it's not. It's got pretty roses on it. Some floral. Yeah, I'm not sure they understand their target market. Yeah, no. yeah. Mm. But All also, right. it's from Blue Pyrenees Estate, so I actually think it'll be quite mm. delicious. But probably be nice. Yeah. We're just not quite up to that yet, so we'll have to tell you about it a little bit later, perhaps mid episode, if you don't mind having wine break. I don't. I don't. What are you drinking, Dar? I don't know. How could I bore you any more with what I'm drinking than what I currently water? do? So. You want water? Oh, there you I go. Might, I, I might not, have not some even myself. water. An old water that's been open for a number of weeks. So I feel like that's fairly apt for me. I always maybe feel like I bring nothing to this part of the segment, and it's maybe like we should, sometimes you do dirty old water. <laughs> maybe we should change your question to for, instead of what are you drinking to something that rhymes with that, like what are you thinking. Um, who are you sinking? Yeah. Why are you winking? L- linking? Why are you winking? <laughs> or who are you winking at? Ah. The truth right, so, is, I actually um, forgot to get another drink. <laughs> that is the old truth. water. Okay. Do you want to get another so, yeah, drink? No, I can wait because I'm a bit cold, so it's not a problem. So, okay. I, if, if I'm desperate, I can drink the old, half drunken, woolly spring water. So, yeah. oh, okay. honey, you're not desperate. You've got a beautiful I, nail. You got beautiful <laughs> nail. You got boyfriend. Yeah. I'm still on uh, Absolute Vodka and Pepsi Max, oh, just in go. case anyone cares. We do, don't we do? Of course you do, darling. All right. Well, my story this time 
And I'm going to, I know, it shocks you. I'm going to continue the theme of cryptid crimes. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. This week, I know last week we did Bigfoot or last time I did Bigfoot. This time I've been delving into the dark world of the wolf. Well, more specifically. Is a wolf cryptid? Werewolves. Werewolves, that's right. I've been having a good old internet dig around werewolf crimes. Werewolves of London. Yes, you heard me right. True crimes. True crimes committed by werewolves. Now, oh. I'm sure you both Hang know. On a I tried looking before. I'll be honest. I tried looking for werewolf crimes. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. And, well, I kept, and I always end up somewhere like in Germany. It'll be interesting to see if you do. Yep, like yeah, I've definitely, yeah, a, sort of I've like definitely a, got a bit a, of Germany. But got a bit of America happening too, oh, though. Oh, really? They, they travel no, around, I, always yeah. sort of, I felt like I was going back to sort of this time where it was sort of you know, castles and... Oh, well, we are definitely going back in the Dracula, time. You know, like, oh, no, 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 oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. That, and I was like, oh, I don't 100%. know if I can find anything that was clear. So, oh, I'm excited now. You've got my... Bring it, girlfriend. You may have already read this one. No, okay. I don't think so. I'm sure you both know all about the hairy horror heads that are the mystical man and beast combo. But just in case you're not that well acquainted, Harry with these horror heads, that's just, naughty pups. Did you write that perhaps, or did they just off your tongue? I wrote that. <laughs> yes. Here's some info from Wiki, which was a key contributor to today's story, as well as the National Geographic and History.com. So the werewolf is a widespread concept in European folklore, Swanee, yeah. uh, existing in many variants, which are related by a common development of a Christian interpretation of underlying European folklore developed during the medieval period. Is that where medieval dates come from? <laughs> no, I think it's spelt differently. It is spelt differently. <laughs> from the early modern period, werewolf beliefs also spread to the New World with, coloni- with colonism. Co- sorry, with colonialism. Colonialism. <laughs> it's because I wanted to say colonisation. Co- I wanted to say colonisation. That's yeah. right. Belief in werewolves developed in parallel to the belief in witches. In the course of the late Middle Ages and in the early modern period, like the witchcraft trials as a whole, the trial of supposed werewolves emerged in what is now Switzerland. How about that? Trials of werewolves from Switzerland, especially the Valais and Vaud. And in the early 15th century, well, they were in in later times. Not in the 15th century, no. Drugs, no problem. Wars, no problem. Werewolves. Oh, no, we've got a position on that. That's right. So, yes, werewolf trials all happened in Switzerland originally. Well, it wasn't even Switzerland at the time. But anyway, Sorry, in the 15th ask, century. By yeah. werewolf trials, is this where you try out to be a werewolf? <laughs> no, not like quite. Like athletic more, trials or No, it's more trial. where people who are allegedly try, uh, werewolves go on trial for their Get crime. Get sent to Switzerland or they're Swiss already? Well, they're sort of in that area, but I don't think they it's called Switzerland at the time. They don't seem like <laughs> they, do they love a forest. They, they love do. a forest. Yeah. They right. love a forest. Okay. Absolutely. It's very, they they're do. like a forest in the sense of like a grim sort of fairy tale, you know. 100%. They love backwards. running around in the yes. forest. Yes. That's like, right. You know, running past little cabins. and Eating rabbits and stuff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Just for snacks. So, yeah, and then it spread throughout Europe in the 16th century, peaking in the 17th and subsidising, subsidising for fuck's sake, subsiding <laughs> by the 18th century. I'm so glad you look good on the outside because I feel like on the inside yeah, yeah. you might be struggling a little. Well, sure, sh- I'll get there. The persecution <laughs> of werewolves and the associated folklore is an integral part of the witch hunt phenomenon, albeit a marginal one, 
accusations of lycanthropy being involved in only a small fraction of witchcraft trials. And, of course, we all know that lycanthropy is... Um, the love of werewolves. Lycan, I've covered this in another episode, but lycan is, a, I think, a Greek word for wolf. So it's just basically being a wolf. During the early period, accusations of lycanthropy, transformation into a wolf, were mixed with accusations of wolf riding or wolf charming. Wolf riding? <laughs> yes. So you just said, oh, I my did. word. Uh, the phenomenon persisted longest in Bavaria and Austria with persecution of wolf charmers. Not true stretches. <laughs> Not true stretches. That's oh, right. You're a bloody wolf charmer. You wolf are. Charmer. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I draw a line at that. <laughs> they were Stretch recorded the truth until all you want, but I will not have you not charming, have charming wolves. Not charming wolves, no. Not no. on my watch. That's right. They were oh, recorded. It's so scary. Already, it's- yeah. The persecutions of wolf charmers were recorded until well after the after 1650. The final cases taking place in the early 18th century in Corinthia and Styria or Styria, never heard of it. Styria. It's Mysteria to me. Wisteria. After, after the end Wisteria of the witch Lane. trials, the werewolf became of interest in folklore stories and in the emerging gothic horror genre. Werewolf fiction as a genre has pre-modern precedence in medieval romances and developed in the 18th century out of the semi-fictional, semi-fictional chapbook tradition. The trappings of horror literature in the 20th century became part of the horror and fantasy genre of modern popular culture. And that would be back to your reference, boys, of Werewolf in Paris, was it? Was that what it's called? Or London? No, Werewolf London. in London. But then wasn't there a second one? American where Werewolf in London. But wasn't there a second one where he's in Paris? I have a feeling that's oh, a sequel, yeah, that probably. That yeah, was one of my favourite, favourite movies. We had that oh, really? and I used to watch it. Can you believe that for someone like really? me? Oh, my God, Jesus. I loved it. I am surprised. Also, Emma, Tom- Emma, Tom- was Emma Thompson in it? She's the nurse, I think. Oh, I, really? My parents, Wasn't we used to have it on. It? it was. It was terrifying. But I don't know why my parents used to have it like on um, a video cassette. This is before my parents split up even, so it must have been, I would, must have been under 10, I think. That'd be right, American Werewolf. I shouldn't have let you be watching it. 1981, horror fantasy. I used to scare the hell out of me. And then when they're on the tube, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> She's already scared. Okay, well, you would be surprised to hear that there are a plethora of werewolf crimes and trials. However, the majority of these were aligned to various witch trials and the basic persecution of pagans in the 16th and se- 16 and 1700s. Airy pagans and one- or any pagan? Just any pagan. I feel like he couldn't be a a non-hairy pagan and get charged with being a werewolf. It was just what? No, you could. You could. Because the whole point is that you just look like a normal person when you're not transformed into a werewolf. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I think, you know, back to that whole point, it was that. At this period of time, you still had some people believing in the old gods that were still running around being pagans and you had uh, the rise of Christianity in whatever version of Christianity that people wanted to be, i.e. Catholic or Protestant, and uh, they were basically trying to stomp it all out, all this pagan tomfoolery, uh, by, you know, picking yeah, on people really talk and... Real shit. Torturing them and killing them, having called them a, a werewolf, which, frankly, 
I don't really believe exists. Anyway, but, you know, by the, again, like Bigfoot, by the end of this episode, I may well feel like I've got egg on my face for having made that statement. One of these people who found themselves on the wrong side of the law with regards to lycanthropy was Peter Stump. Old Stumpy was a farmer in Germany <laughs> who was born in the 30s. That's 1530. So oh, we've gone way, way, way back in the timey-wimey machine. That's right. Wow. A 1590 pamphlet was published in London, which was a translated version of a previous German one, but sadly none of the originals have survived. There are two copies of this pamphlet that you can find if you want to at the British Museum and Lambeth Library. The pamphlet describes Stumpy's life and death, and interestingly there is additional information from the diaries of Ermann von Weisberg a Cologne alderman, and by a number of illustrated broadsheets which are printed, sorry, were printed in southern Germany and were probably based on the German version of the London pamphlet. So unlike a lot of folklore that comes from stories handed down, this was actually documented and published. Although we don't know exactly when old Stumpy was born or where, it was likely near Bedburg around 1530 and that's in Is Germany. that because he's Why? hundreds of years old? Yes, because he's a werewolf, he might live uh, long. Oh, there's no suggestion in this that, you know, he's got in excessive longevity. In fact, this poor man does not get to live very long. Um, but I think more to the point about why we don't quite know all the details about him is that there was oh, some war, probably religious-based, where churches probably. and records and everything got burned. So Right. And You've got does, gaps does it, in terms of record keeping for this these periods, yeah. And does it say in any of these two, um, what, they, what were they, two? Pamphlets. Pamphlets. Broadsheets um, and pamphlets. If, if yeah. Stumpy's limbs were fully developed. If you would allow me to continue the story, I may have an answer for you on that. Okay, I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm really looking minutes. forward to that, but I do need to just have a little footnote, which is I made a mistake. Emma Thompson is not in American Werewolf in London. No, she's the nurse in The Tall Guy. Tall Guy. And, and that's the a, first yeah. film that yeah. I We think spoke about that before. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Film. yeah, yeah, my yeah, mistake. Yeah. There's another woman is the nurse in American I was very Werewolf surprised when he said Shmim that. Schmimmish Mumpson. I think you said Schmimmish Mumpson. That's one of my favourites. That's the one I get that quote, you know, your your yeah. decision to put a vacuum cleaner pipe up yes. your bottom. That's it. <laughs> does not preclude or does, does not. not it doesn't mean that I'm going to treat you or, or you preclude you from my or treatment or something. Yeah, 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 something yeah, like that. Yeah. Okay, although, as I said, we don't know where he was born or when. It was likely in bed, near Bedburg around 1530, so Swanee in Germany, right yep. in that nice kind of black foresty area. Oh, yes, yeah, Bavaria. Now, Stumpy's name is also spelled as Peter Stubb, Peter Stubb, Peter Stubby, Peter Storbe, Peter Stumpf, and other aliases <laughs> include such names as Abel Griswold, Abel Abba. Griswold, and Ubel Griswold. Are you taking, is this true? Yeah. Now, the name Stump or Stumpf may have been given to him as a reference to the fact that his left hand had been cut off, Clarkie, <gasps> leaving only a stump. So there I'm not the only go. person to have called him stump, right? And in German, stumpf is for stump. So for the process, purpose of today, old stumpy it is. Allegedly, Probably. someone had cut the left forepaw of a, off a werewolf and as old stumpy was missing his left hand, 
There's he no other cha- explanation except no. that he must have been a werewolf. Yeah. Makes oh, I think sense. that sounds fair. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I know. In the absence of any further evidence or information, I think that was a fair conclusion. And the person accusing may have been a truth stretcher, but not a liar. He was a farmer as well. But but the, yeah. person who said, the person who said he cut the hand off a werewolf. Was he a wolf charmer? No. The, the farmer know. was the one who uh, cut the hand Accused off a werewolf. Stumpy. Although, to be honest, if you are in enough, if you're in a close vicinity of an actual werewolf, close enough to be able to cut its paw off, <laughs> I'm going to suggest that you weren't really in front of a werewolf from what I know of them. Yeah, because it was that's one. She saw, you know, an American werewolf in London. London. Okay, so Stumpy was most likely a Protestant. He was a wealthy farmer of his rural community. During the 1580s, he seems to have been a widower with two children, a girl called Beale, Sybil, who seems to have been a bit older than 15, and he had a son of unknown age. For 25 years, Stumpy had allegedly been an insatiable bloodsucker who gorged on the flesh of goats, lambs and sheep, as well as men, women and children. Isn't that more vampire than werewolf? Or is that Oh, no, he ate them. He killed them and ate them. Oh, he didn't suck their blood. Right. Maybe maybe he was an insatiable blood licker. Lucky that the records were kept so well in the 1530s so that we know that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. I'm just trying to enjoy my afternoon. I was just thinking about how a dog would, you know, manage blood blood and they lick it up. Move along, move along. Maybe lapper. Maybe he was lapping at the blood, Uh, so he's an insatiable blood lapper. Okay. Being threatened with torture, he confessed to killing and eating 14 children, two pregnant women whose fetuses he ripped from their wombs and ate their hearts panting hot and raw, which he later described (laughs) as dainty morsels. You've got to remember the first thing I said there, being threatened with torture. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just... Whatever you but you didn't have to go twisted. on to make a pantomime out of it. And I think he did. I think he did. Oh, fine. Oh, fine. Oh, fine. If you, you want it, I'll get make it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get me on this. I ate 7,000 people. I ate and a couple I, of pregnant women with their little like, panting, their panting fetal and hearts. fetal hearts and yum, yum, yum. And they that were doing a bit of blood licking. That's right. So one of the 14 children, okay, buckle up. One of the 14 children was his own son, whose brain he was reported to have devoured. Stumpy what? loved his son dearly, but in the end his bloodlust prevailed. Allegedly he went out with his son into the woods, transformed into the likeness of a wolf and ate his son. What, so was his son found in the woods with his brain eaten out? Or? No one was found, I'd love right? to answer Does- that, but let's face it, no idea. Right, so, this, so all, all, I'm, all I'm trying to understand is other accusations. the 1580s. Yeah, 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 but so there's no, no. Oh, he's the 1580s now. That's right. Yeah, he's a bit older. Yeah, yeah. It's baseless. Woof. But... In our time, it is. I think it was Woof. pretty baseless then too. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. <laughs> In 1589, she's one of them too, Swanee. Pump, pumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Stumpy had one of the most lurid and famous werewolf trials in history. Oh. After being stretched on a rack and before further torture commenced, he confessed to having practiced black magic since he was 12 years old. He is stretched 
on a rack. Like, he claimed on. that the devil had given him a magic belt or girdle which enabled him to metamorphose into the likeness of a greedy, devouring wolf, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like fire, a mouth great and wide with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body and mighty paws. Apart from the front left one, of course. Removing the belt, he said, made him <laughs> transform back into his human form. After his capture, he told the local magistrate he had left the girdle in a certain valley, and I don't think that's a euphemism. Oh, the magistrate no. sent for it to be retrieved, but what? no such belt was ever found. Could I just could I just ask? He takes the belt off. To turn back into so what? While, As a wolf, while it's with, with one, a belt, one one pawed he's foot, got a belt on. One pawed, yeah, he's got to take his belt off. <laughs> I know it's a little. Excuse me, mate. Like, before I kill you, can you just take my belt off? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> why is that werewolf wearing a belt? Oh, how very smart! <laughs> it just gives me great proportion. Brings me at the way. It's a utility belt. <laughs> oh yes, it's a and I did belt. read somewhere that part of the reason that he was arrested was that the townspeople had seen this wolf come in and attack someone and they chased it down and then it transformed into him and that was why they said, oh, it's absolutely him. But I just read that in one <sighs> place, so who knows if that's true or not. Lots of people in that town and with their pants on And it's probably true because I don't really believe that he was wearing a magic girdle. I like I like it better as a girdle, Swanee. Ooh. To your point about cinching his waist in, I prefer that. And how do you have got a magic girdle off? Same way, like a belt? Oh, a girdle it's not easy, it? is it? I know. I mean, we've all worn, I'm assuming. Worn. That's what I'm thinking. It would we've be quite a thing. It's girdles. not like you just went, poof. Well, I'm not sure we I'll all I'll take have. my belt off or my girdle off. Oh, I'm human again. Well, the thing is, whilst I'm talking about werewolves, there are other mythical, or sorry, cryptids, cryptids. in the world that also rely on, and it's a lot to do with Indigenous American folklore, yeah. but a lot to do with the idea of having some kind of magical thing, so a belt or a, a skin of some sort, yeah. not, not a human skin, you know, like an animal yeah. skin, that is imbued with some kind of magical power. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of the name of this particular... Wendigos, Wendigos in America. They are <laughs> they are cryptids. Swan, Swanee's face was like, what? I had to think about it. But Wendigos oh, no. in America, they're I'm still thinking also... about it and I'm drawing a blank. What's a Wendigo, whoa, darling? Wendigos whoa, like a werewolf. Whoa, 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 oh. Oh, oh, tell me more. It's a similar concept don't tell as me a werewolf. Wendigo although... bay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's. It's very similar, and they're shapeshifters, I think. So there's a little oh. bit of a difference. So they can, they might be able to uh, shapeshift into something other than just werewolf. They're not exactly the same, worse. but they. But interestingly, <laughs> Wendigos have existed in American Indigenous folk, uh, uh, culture yeah. and folklore, almost in parallel to right. this European idea of the werewolf. Okay, that doesn't mean it's true. It's all it's the interesting. Well, it's all about, no, I think when we talk about various cultures that have existed in isolation of each other having shared ideas of things, that goes back to Carl Jung's theory of shared consciousness, which is absolutely fascinating, and we don't have enough time to talk about that here. Oh, my lordy, lordy, so yes, and didn't do that, Janelle. Fascinating. So they never found the girdle slash belt. So not only was Stumpy no way. accused of being a serial murderer and cannibal, but also of having an incestuous relationship with his daughter. And not having a double-handed backhand. That's right. He didn't have that. But <laughs> his daughter was sentenced to die with him. Talk about victim blaming. 
Why was she sentenced to die with him? Because she's part of the family. Precisely. Because he was an abusive molester, so we'll just kill her too. But she's well, got Well, you genes, know, it's different cultural so context. We've got to stop it. Stop the bloodline. I, I, so I, I don't know that it was that. I think it was just more that because I read somewhere else that it's quite possible that she had had a child by him. <gasps> and, and that so, was the son you know, that got the brain eaten? No, no. Oh, Different I, son? Mm. I reckon now you're onto something. Oh, that's why you're yeah, yeah, yeah. be onto something there. Covering but I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Now. I see her and her brother like Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I just think they were victims. He's like Fritzel who, who had possibly children to his... That lived well, in the wall. Yeah, that was disgusting. Also, anyway, nothing like Fritzel because he didn't do any. Well, of he didn't that. actually. Ta- he didn't actually build a purpose-built basement to keep his. Child he just wasn't ambidextrous for the purposes of. It's not a crime. Constant rape. So yeah, I just I don't quite understand why the poor woman copped it, but she did. He was also apparently getting jiggy with a distant relative, which was also considered to be an incestuous relationship according it's to the, the law. It's the 1530s. How? <laughs> like, what's a well, distant relative when you're in a town of? Yeah, yeah. true, true. Well, she was 50 oh, feet yeah. away at the time yeah. that they arrested her. She was distant. She wasn't my sister, so she wasn't <laughs> close relative. Well, she, yeah, we've got a cousin or second cousin or something, but according to the law it was incest. And so that poor bird, I think, or th- there was a third woman. There's no law here. This is lawless. There's law. According to what I read, there is a third woman, and I'm not sure whether it's the distant relative or um, just another lover that he had, but there's a, another, not third woman, a second woman who was also put to death for no apparent reason. Maybe it was because he confessed to having in, had intercourse with a succubus sent to him by the devil. Swanee, what? do you know what a succubus is? Is a succubus. There's an incubus and a succubus. One is like that's right. I've come at this come before when you one's is like it, your mother, and one's like your one father, wears a you know? top and the other one doesn't. No, <laughs> succubi are generally uh, well. They can be women or female, but yep. they suck energy and curse people by having sex with them. I oh. can't remember what incubi do. I, I'd have to Google it. Oh, I, I, that, they I help your eggs different. become fertile, like incubating. They sit on your. Eggs while you go searching How for How do food. I spell succubus or succubi or succubus? S-U-double-C. S-U-double-C-U-B-U-S. Succubus. U-B-U-S. Suck your bus. Sex mad devils. They're, they're from a demon and they use sex to take your Buses energy away. and ruin you. So there's a demon or supernatural entity in folklore, oh. in female form, that appears in dreams yeah. to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. I do That's know okay. That well, I'm thinking of something else. Well, you know, if you think of it, you can come back to us on that. Remember I said we're going to have a wine break? We're, we're yeah. doing it. He was having it off with a succubus sent to him by the devil. What's your dry bone? Dry as a bone, bone dry rosé, darling. It sounds like it's quite appropriate for this story, actually. Well, I was just talking about him boning a succubus, so sure. Bones and all. all right. So the devil had sent him that? Yeah, because the whole point about his girdle was that was a deal with the devil, right? You, uh, you, can't, you can't, you can't, you don't just walk up and find a magic girdle that turns right. you into a werewolf. Just do to you let not? You, know. you, you have to do a deal How with do you the devil. find them? Oh. You have to have a deal with the devil. You but what if someone else did the deal with the devil and then they lost soul. it? When you say girdle, you're talking Nancy Gantz or a, like a lace-up one. <laughs> I I'm thinking they lace up one because of yeah, the period. I don't think they had lycra. They're not fancy pants, darling. Yeah. I do like a Nancy, but I don't think they had the lycra at the time. So I'm thinking more along the lines Correct. of lace up, maybe a little bit 
corsety with a bit of wild so how, would, how would he do it up with his hand missing? That's well, it precisely point, for right? his point. And also how do you undo it? Because you back. put it on, you turn into a werewolf, but how do you but, undo it when you're a werewolf yeah, without but also ruining it? Boom. You do them on up your, at the with back, your one so paw. Who yeah. does it up for one you moment, anyway? Please. Oh. Well, maybe he did it up at the front. I mean, it, you know, like it's it, that's more not backwards because he didn't have Boobiella to put in the front. I think it's fair to say that a werewolf doesn't have a, an opposable digit, so can't actually undo it even just with one hand. It is magic, oh, so maybe so you could just scratch it, it off. It's extraordinary that we're picking apart together. the veracity of this story. <laughs> I can't believe it. I know. You, <laughs> you, you said this was true crimes. Well, he, uh, wait until what, you find out what happened to this guy. Yeah, right. Of course, all of his confessions were On the while rack. he was being brutally tortured and coerced, yes. Now, I'm not saying that Stumpy wasn't a crazed serial killer. He could well have been. But there is also but a bit of an anti-witchcraft. What are you saying then? Is there any evidence that he was? No, there's no evidence that he was. There were, well, there were <laughs> children and people who were murdered at the time. There were definitely animals going missing, etc. It doesn't mean that he was responsible for it. So some right. people suggested he yeah, was a bit yeah. of a scapegoat, but he could have been just a serial killer for all we know. You're not a werewolf. You're just a serial killer. That's right. They were anti the pagans. They were anti werewolves, not un- unreasonably, and not <laughs> unlike the Salem witch trials. And so reason and sense played no part whatsoever in this trial. So it's unsurprising then that his execution was dramatic, to Ooh. say the least. Mm. Oh, no. Here comes the crime. On the 31st of October, 1589, alongside his daughter, Sybil, and Mistress Catherine, who was either his distant relative, a succubus or some other poor bird, he was put to the wheel. And the way the... The way the wheel works is in 10 places it has red-hot pincers that are connected to your body and it, as it turns it tears the flesh from your body. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh my Lord. And then they do that sounds it like it's straight arms. out of trial by wine world. Yeah. Well, you know, there are times where I've Bring Googled like back. the worst. Sing it back. <laughs> Bring, Bring it back. Sing it back to me. Bring it, yeah. You know, I've talked about the worst medieval uh, executions because they are horrific. Even this, this this one, this one tops some of them. Yeah. Um, So they do that, and then they do his arms and legs. Then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe head to prevent him from returning from the grave. And then before he was beheaded, and his body was burned on a pyre. Jesus. So he was alive when they broke his legs and ripped his flesh from his body on the wheel. Oh. Then they cut off his head and then they burned him for good measure. I don't know why they bothered breaking his limbs to prevent him coming back from the grave when they burned him. Anyway, yeah. his poor daughter and mistress were flayed, as in all their skin what? was flayed from them and some of their flesh, and then they were strangled and then they were burned alongside stumpy and the whole thing, as far as I'm concerned, is what one might call overkill. <laughs> and as a warning against similar behaviour, the local authorities, erect, this is awful, erected a pole. So the way this looks is you've got this pole like a maypole. The wheel is on top of it sort of flat, so you can see the pincers hanging down. They have an effigy of a wolf above it, and then they put his beheaded head on the top of it. As a warning to other people, just don't be a werewolf or this will this will happen to you yeah, yeah. too. It's a pretty good ad, really, if you think about it. Yeah. It's seriously something Great. like something out PSA. of like, 
Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. People hang foxes yeah. on their fences. Just say no, don't do that. I hate still. that. I hate the fox. What do they do? Thing. They Why hang do dead that? foxes. So you, you kill a fox, you hang it on your fence to keep other foxes away. Oh. In the country. There's a place between Ilden and Yay, and the farmer there, it goes on for like 10 metres of dead foxes. It yeah. is so awful. And I'm thinking if you've got 10 metres of dead foxes, that is not keeping them away. That is not working. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Depends anyway, where he's I catching know I'm them. A he, might be, I'm a he might be relocating them. Oh, I'm okay with it. You don't want foxes on the property. They're dead and they're hanging off his fence. Well, they're not anyway. all dead. What, whatever the ones works. I've seen on his fence are definitely dead. Yeah, but the ones he's trying to keep away aren't dead, okay. right? Okay, right, right. Anyway, oh, I'm a townie. I'm not. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> that is the story of Peter Stumpy. Hey. Now you can just hold on to your thoughts about all this a bit, like when we did Bigfoot, right? Werewolves are not only an idea from the Middle Ages in the back blocks of Europe, unfortunately. So I found this story on CrimeLibrary.org. And wiki, and be warned, it's nasty. Oh. Right, strap God. In. Oh, God. In 1995, Amanda oh. and Rita what? Huffman were fa- In 1995. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Yeah. Jesus. Amanda 15, and. 85. Correct. See, Amanda and Rita Huffman were found dead in their home. Amanda was the 15-year-old daughter of Rita, and she was found in her bedroom. She'd been stabbed bludgeoned and raped, and then her killer eviscerated her. Rita was found in the family room. She'd been stabbed 31 times and mutilated. Her breasts had been removed and placed near Amanda. Her genitals had been excised and she had been posed in an exposed manner. Which which country did we discuss that? America. This is America. Right. It was evident that both women had suffered terribly before they had died, so they'd both been tortured. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask a question because I didn't understand it? What did the word eviscerate mean in that context? <sighs> cut up, cut cut open because you asked. Oh, no, 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 no. I just did, no, no, you don't need to go into detail. Swanee, why? Sorry, no, not because they asked. No one's interested. <laughs> no one wants to know. <laughs> As you were, I just didn't. Nothing I just to see here. I thought I didn't understand something. I don't need to understand any more than that. Keep going, <laughs> keep going. You look like you're about to cry or vomit. I can't tell. Well. I'll get you back. Amanda's genitals were on her face and Rita's genitals were stuffed in her mouth. So oh. he cut bits <clears throat> of these ladies off and then did these things, yeah. Oh, dear. Um, excuse me. Okay. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I leave? <laughs> That's the end of the bad bits. Well, I mean, it was all terrible, but, yeah. There was no sign of forced entry as they had always left the back door open because obviously they just, you know, didn't see the world as having people Where were like they, Trini? You said in the US. You, you Somewhere think? in the US, and I must oh. admit I can't remember. Might have been Ohio. I think it was Ohio. So the back door, so back door was left open. So from a police <coughs> perspective, there was sort of no forced entry. Difficult for them yeah. to determine what had happened. And actually, it was her, uh, Amanda's sister who'd been trying to get onto her mum and sister that alerted police that they weren't answering and was concerned about it. The same time, though, at about two a.m., a man called Jack Owen Spillman had been arrested not very far from the scene and he was dressed all in black and the police picked him up because they thought he might be out doing a bit of burglary. Putting people's genitals on faces or something. Oh, no, they didn't expect that. I mean, that's horrific. Um, but they they kind of thought, oh, you know, he's just robbing pe- people. But because they had no evidence, they released him. But 
as a result of him being kind of picked up as a suspect in the area at the time, looking a bit sketch, it did narrow the investigation. And so they looked into his background and discovered that he had prior arrests for burglary, rape, attempted rape, and he was suspected to be involved with the disappearance of a young girl. He had prior arrests, convictions, or just arrests? uh, I'm going to say arrests. Yeah, right. Because that's all I read. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that he did any time, and I think he's fairly young at the time that this happened. So, But while the police were watching him, because, you know, they, they suspected that he had something to do with it, they had no reason to pick him up at this point in time, so they just were watching him. They saw him throw out a blood-soaked ski mask, which later oh. matched the blood of one of the victims. <clears throat> the blood stain was around the mouth of the mask and it was later discovered that he had drunk Amanda's blood. Oh, you said that was the end of it. Well, he'd lapped it. Oh, maybe. stop it. <laughs> anyway. going to do it uh, basic. Well, <laughs> it turns out he'd been stalking them for some time and Amanda was his key target. He, he had a thing for her. The police arrested him and they found more blood, hair and fibres which implicated him and, of course, he had no alibi because he'd been running around killing he people. Was there. To avoid the death penalty, Spillman confessed to the murders and also told them that he'd killed the missing girl. So he'd been living with a woman and her daughter had gone missing and that's the one that they suspected that he had something to do with. But, again, there was no evidence. They did, at that point they hadn't found her body and that sort of stuff. It was difficult to link him to it but then kind of out of nowhere saying, yeah, yeah, I killed these women but also I killed this other girl too. So now they've got a third one. So they, they were able to find her body and it was buried and posed in the same position that Amanda had been left in. So what makes this monster a werewolf? Like why is this part of the werewolf stories? Yeah. And the answer is nothing other than that he bragged in jail that he wanted to be the most famous serial murderer in the country and said that he was a werewolf that stalked his prey. So that's the werewolf connection. Good question. His main fantasy... Yeah, well, his main fantasy was to cut out the heart of a victim and eat it. He was big into torture, wanted to keep his victims in a cave and complained that his first victim, who I'm assuming is the daughter of the woman he lived with, she died too fast as he was torturing her with a knife. He told police that after he buried her, he dug her up several times to rape her. What? Oh, stop. Yeah, so he's a necrophile as well. And a good digger. Necrophile rapist. And he is now serving a life sentence for his crimes. And that was one of those that, you know. That's not, no, that's not enough. Yeah, no parole. No, yeah, okay, so hang on to him. But as in. For sentencing, at the end hold on to me. No, I don't have yeah, the other one like that. Yeah. Um, oh, good. That was the nasty one. The oh. rest are, oh, the other one, next one's a bit sad, but it's not as bad, right? But the thing that got me about that was, again, back to your point earlier on your other story about how you, you see the same story over and over again. Yeah. yeah. This was so horrific, and there was, there was yeah, yeah. weirdness and almost nothing on it. Yeah. Just even That's the wiki one is you very could short. Literally it's literally do a whole episode on, isn't it? Nothing in the trial. Yeah, there's nothing in the trial. Like, there's really very little so that strange. I could find on him. And I did do a little mm. dig around. Yeah, it's weird. And yet others seem to capture the imagination of the media and there's yeah. tons of stuff on it. Yeah, them. yeah. Isn't it funny? Sometimes I find there's less if they come forward and they say that they've done something. Do you know, sometimes it's when they have uh, to see, tease out it. things. I found that sometimes it is so horrendous and if someone says, oh, yeah, they get caught or they, were, you know, they admit to it, it's like, oh, there's not this other bit that is the build and then you have people trying to find out answers and backstory and whatever else. So it's like, oh, yeah, that happened. And There's also the concept of Lone Year's Day. Like if <laughs> there's a lot going on, maybe it doesn't register, whereas if there's nothing going on, 
But that's horrendous. I can't believe it. It's absolutely horrendous. And it's the brutality and the viciousness of the attack that I'm surprised there wasn't more. And I'm also surprised there weren't more victims beyond the girl that he already confessed to. So, yeah, that's an odd one. Were there not? There was no mention of the suggestion that there were other girls. Uh, The reason I ask is, was it that he may have done that nobody knew about or was it actually determined that he didn't do any others? Probably more the former. In yeah, that there right. could be some that no one knows about that he hasn't copped to, but there wasn't like a, a series of similar cases or anything like that. Maybe he was just bad at it because he'd been con- he'd been arrested for similar attempted rape, and albeit rape and not as bad crime. Mm. So you can see that mm. sort of escalation going on. Maybe he just got caught all the way along. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not defending rapists, but not all rapists do the awful things that he did too. Like he's a sick well, that's, individual. That's, some of those things aren't right. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously rape there, but there's a whole lot of other things going on too. But yeah, but he was—he was a bit like your Red Ripper. He—he got his jollies on her on the pain that he caused. Yeah, but he got caught early, thank God. Yeah. Okay. So now, not only are people who think they're werewolves batshit crazy and dangerous, but it can be pretty dangerous if you are mistaken for a werewolf too. I reckon. Based on that first bit about being batshit crazy and dangerous, if you're mistaken for one, you're batshit crazy and dangerous. Is it someone who's very hairy? Is it a hairy person? And when you say mistaken for one, because I feel like it's more about being accused. I don't think people give a shit whether you're one or not. If they just go, you're a shit bloke and I want to accuse you of it, would they later go, oops, my bad, or would they just go, oh, well, it was still him? I don't know. Listen to this next story and tell me, because I don't think that the person who is allegedly a werewolf, was a shit bloke or did anything wrong. And, I, and, look, I have, just for the purpose of this next segment, I have editorialised a little because there wasn't okay. much on this. So from rollingstone.com, I found the story of Pankaj Basin. Now, Pankaj was not a well man. In t- July 2018, he walked into an alley in Alexandria, Virginia, to look at some boxes that he was really quite convinced had human DNA in, in them. Now, it's behind a store Had and the store DM. manager, yeah, who knows, right? So he's just gone down and gone, <laughs> there's human DNA in there, right? <laughs> the store manager, Brad Jackson, it was also in the alley and Pankage followed him into the store as he thought he could get more info about the boxes. As they spoke, the discussion became a bit more heated. Now, I wasn't there, but I think it went a little like this. Pancake. Hey, what's in Pancake. those boxes? Is that new? <laughs> That's what I've decided to call oh. him. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, okay. <laughs> Brad, don't know. Pancake, no, really, I reckon they have human DNA in them. Brad, oh, I doubt it. Pancake, no, really, don't you think they have human DNA in them? Brad, uh, well, um, I suppose they would if someone had handled them, like, you know, trace evidence of DNA. Pancake, no, I mean that a human head that I saw, that sort of DNA. What? Brad, look, buddy. I don't know what you're on about, but I think you should leave now. Pancake, are you threatening me? Brad, no, but please go. Pancake, are you turning into a werewolf? Brad, <gasps> no. Pancake, yes, yes you are. No. Then Pancake stabbed Brad over 50 times with a box cutter killing him. Oh. What? That was it. God. Then <laughs> oh. Pancake, no, 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 nothing, nothing 
Carla, relax. Okay. Then he stripped himself, stripped his own clothing off to yeah. the waist for no apparent reason and ran out into a car where the police found him and not long after he was arrested. Upon his arrest, Pancake told the police, I killed the wolf. And then he said, there was still time to save 99% of the moon and planets. What? Oh, my Lord. Uh, unsurprisingly, he was found not guilty of murder by reason of insanity and sent to a mental facility for three years. No. So, Poor Brad. I know, it's terrible. So Pancake does his three years and was released in 2022. <clears throat> now, I'm all for people getting on with their lives, but when he thought it was a good idea to set up a dating profile for himself that said he was an easygoing adventurer who believes in <laughs> universal connection and who was recently getting back Beyond from two werewolf. years of travel, <gasps> people were not amused. Oh, my God. <sighs> So much so that he was back in court in 2022 where the judge ordered him to be banned from social media. And that's the story of Pancadge, not Pancake. That's sorry. another one um, that there should be way, way more to. Why is he What was in the boxes? Jail? Nothing. There was nothing in the boxes. There were empty was, boxes out yeah, the back. Yes. It, it wasn't yeah. well. No, nah, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay <laughs> with someone getting three years for accusing know, someone right? of being a werewolf without any basis and then staying And were you mentally times. ill just for the three years and now you're fine, right, you can be right. released? That's yeah, yeah right. Were, were you mentally ill for the 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> he'd, like, been, he'd been sort of going around being a bit bonkers earlier. So the, he went nah. into a store the day before apparently and started raving on about the the, oh, I can't remember. If Plenty had, of people are mentally ill and I think don't he do might have he had did. like, That's yeah, but I feel like he me. had something like a canister of gasoline and like he went into this place and the guy said, I'll oh, just get out of here, you lunatic. And he was going to burn it all down and he was, you know, he was trying to save the planets and whatever. So so he, he was having episodes is the point. I'm not saying that everything's all right. Three it's not years. Okay. I know. And oh. I, why, the question comes down to how do you determine that he's, Safe, safe. Remember when we did post meditation where you kill someone and then you make then up a you, story in arrears yeah. to make yourself make make it, it all make sense? Yes, like, I know what you mean, but I really don't think this is premeditated. He, but the, the point well, is, he should have been, wasn't it? That's the whole point. That's the difference between premeditation and post meditation because that's where you make up the story. Now, I think, I think in the case of this guy, he should probably stay in a mental facility, but we'll get to that yeah. in sentencing. Who has evidence of the fact that he actually did go in and accuse the bloke of having a head in the box and they're being DNA oh, I made in the that box. bit up. He went on and on about human DNA. No, I made who, the human head bit up. But who said that? Did he say that or was there video footage of it? Probably there was video footage of it. And there were, oh, I think there were also people around. post-meditated. No, oh, I think there were people around too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm. okay. All right. So my last bit on werewolves, sort of. Thank God. Um, finally, not all werewolves are supernatural. I know. And not all werewolves come about, Carla, from having a magic girdle. Magic belt. Yeah. Take young Thomas Stroop, for example. Like Augustus Gloop, is who, who the name kept mm, making me Augustus Gloop went up the pipe. Yeah. yeah. Reported by HuffPost.com, BBCNews.com and MorningJournal.com, police were called in May 2011 when a bunch of people had fled a campground due to a young Thomas being violent towards people and animals. When the authorities arrived, they talked to Tom's friend who told him his mate had been fighting with the other campers and had kicked a dog cage before passing out. It's not clear whether there was a dog in the cage, but given he was supposedly being violent towards animals, let's assume there was. So the police then woke up young Tom 
who was sleeping amongst a pile of knives, swords, and other edged weapons. You know, the uh, kinds of things we all take camping with us. Yes. What's her name? Right? Catherine Knight. Is he an offspring from Catherine <laughs> Knight? Yeah. Catherine Knight. According to yeah. the report, Tom refused to open his eyes, which I enjoyed. So the police come along and like, come on, he was son, happy drunk. Day. And he's got his eyes shut. Yes, he was drunk. Mm, um, refused to open his mate. eyes. Yeah. And then he began growling at the deputies. Oh. Of course he did. There really wasn't any other way to respond to that situation, was there? <laughs> then offensively, he went on to mimic Clarkie and myself from previous episodes, speaking what? in a thick Russian-like accent. And I enjoyed that it was reported as Russian-like because that's yes, exactly the sort of accent Russia. that we do. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Yeah. And he, like us, was also slurring his words and told the deputy, I'm going to kill your cousin, Keith. The Morning oh. Journal reports that the deputy does not have a cousin named Keith. Having said that, the article used had used a comma after the word cousin. So yes. maybe he thought the deputy was Did called Keith That's and wasn't I actually mean. naming the cousin uh, at all. Oh. Yes. And I'm I guess you'll we'll never know. Keith. Keith. Or I'm going to kill your cousin Keith. Yeah. Uh, and we'll never know due to dubious punctuation in the article that I read. And that's why it's important to get your punctuation right, kids. Yeah, exactly. But apparently the deputy didn't have a cousin named Keith. We do know that. But what was the deputy's name? Well, that's the thing, right? So I'm going to oh. assume it wasn't Keith either. I think there was no Keith involved was in the deputy's life. That's right. right. Okay. On the way to the county jail, young Tom did apologise. He admitted to downing way too much vodka, which probably gave him that accent, and blacking out. <laughs> However, that, that like he, did, he did say that after a recent visit to Europe where he was scratched by a wolf, yeah, and wolf. Yeah, how yeah. that came about isn't clear. I mean, I've been to Europe loads of times and I've never seen a wolf. He now goes on rampages that follow the cycle extinct. of the moon. Oh. But you know what? That doesn't. No, there are wolves in Europe. No. That doesn't surprise me, though. I've noticed that full moons really seem do seem to bring out the nutters in a lot of people. So, you know, maybe it's true. So whilst we only have his own account that he's a werewolf, what is clear is that he was an underage drinker <laughs> and that is the charge that he got hit with. Wow. What a flog. Not animal um, assault or cruelty. No, no, cruelty. no. no. It, was a, it was a dog cage. I don't even know there was a dog in it. So there you go. Werewolves, hey? Again, it's like, it's one of the other things that I wish I could go back to being ten year old Swanee and watch uh, Great Mysteries of the World because there was definitely a werewolf one on that as well. And it was terrifying because they used all that sort of like really nice. mysterious and moody sort of imagery of forests and it being very, you know, vampires dark aren't nice either. Yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. they were Do out in the summer. <laughs> But but I've got to say, Swanee, I remember being visiting my auntie Barb in France, and I went over in winter. Yeah, auntie Barb von Werewolf. It was no, well, it was. I remember going for a walk, and you know, when the in the depth of winter in Europe, you only get like six hours, seven hours light, and it's and it's that real like it never gets light. Yeah, it's grey. Yes. Oppressive, Dreary, and of yeah. course, everything's medieval or Medi- you know yeah, old, styly. I 
was reading a book at the time, which was very foolish of me, which was like some modern um, retelling of the Dracula light. story. I was a retelling of the Dracula story. Oh. I was shit scared in broad, not broad daylight, in, in bad European yeah, yeah, daylight, right. yep. <laughs> walking around this, you know, French village just thinking, oh, my God, this is where they are. You know, I, it scared the bejesus out of me. So I can understand that that atmosphere could create the hysteria. It totally lends itself to yeah. it. There's that, I yeah. know I don't think of them being active during the summer months when it's all light and bright no, and it's light lovely. until midnight or whatever. No, we're having it's strawberries and cream and camembert. Frozen, it's gorgeous. foggy, it's moody. The fog. Yeah, it's I, the, I think that really grey. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. It's the vibe. I think of that. I've been to it's this the region called Alsace, which is like <laughs> on the French yes, yes, and German border. Yes. And I went there with Simone and Georgia many, many, many moons ago for a $7 airfare Naked out of London. Naked salad, Simone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it was like that. We went there sort of during Christmas, so it was very dark, very cold. It was just so cheap we couldn't not – we just wanted to go somewhere, so that's what we yeah. I think it really was seven pounds. Like when we went to um, Sweden. Yes, correct. Mm. But it yeah. was really – Spooky. It was like a spooky, it, yeah, there's very atmospheric. Spooky. It is. It is. It's spooky. And it's that foggy and everything feels damp and cold and then, you know, if it, even if it's not freezing cold, if it, it's always like that. I don't know, Did you think- not think that Hungary was a bit spooky too? Yes, of course. Same and we were thing right we in the middle talk- of a major city. We went to Budapest yeah. and it was – I wasn't spooked by it, but Swanee, I think – in I, all of our travels. I like being spooked by everything. <laughs> Budapest was the place that I saw you most uncomfortable, I thought. Yeah. Really? Probably, yeah, because I was <laughs> – we went to this nightclub and because I look Hungarian because, you know, 50% of me is, we were in this nightclub and I don't speak any Hungarian apart from swearing and there there Makes is sense. a certain feeling of anger I got to say, I experienced that we felt while we were there. It's like people that it's not they just resented everything. It wasn't they resented us personally, but there was just this feeling. And and Hungary and what you know has had a really tumultuous, troubled background. You know, which is you know why Dad ended up in Australia. Anyway, we're in this nightclub, and this bloke stole my chair uh, because we we got a couple of chairs around a table. (laughs) Yeah. I have no Swanee's idea where this story is going, none. Swanee's, well, you don't remember it clearly. I don't remember anything. <laughs> and there was a woman who, I don't know who her plastic surgery surgeon was, but oh, she no. should not go back to him is all I'm saying. She looked sort of freakish and she was sort of, I would have to say, plastic fantastic but not in a good way. And then there was this muscle-bound Hungarian bloke and they nicked my chair and I walked up and said, hey, that's my chair. And I swear I thought Swanee was going to faint with fright. She's like, we're going to die. You're going to get us killed. And I'm like, no, I'm not. There's one thing I will can say about Hungarian men is that they're very masculine, right? So that he's not going to be threatened really by me. And I'm just going to do go down the line of where are your manners. He that's doesn't I know did. He doesn't know me. I said, where are your manners? That's my chair. You know, get off. Yeah. And he did. It was fine. But Swanee was terrified. She goes, you're going to get us killed. You're going to die here. Because. <laughs> I just sound like a dickhead. Sorry, Shruti. I just no, like no, because it was there. That, there was this undercurrent the whole Tone. time we were there yeah. that it felt mate. shit could get real real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. So I understood why you responded that way and I was probably a bit flippant. Unlike that time in Sweden when you had a big punch up with the girls in that nightclub, but that's another story. Okay, sorry, Clark, <laughs> you were going to say. 
I literally have her? no idea what That's I was it? going to say after what all. What did I do? Was it on a stairwell? Was it at a coat room? I can't or remember. I, someone I pissed you off opera. and you went for him and I was did like, stop it. Like me? I was dragging her out. Come on, That's get not like me. Here. Gosh. You were angry. You were very cross. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't. I think they were treating her badly. There was a lot of I felt discrimination against Swanee when we we're in Sweden because I'm tall and blonde, so everyone just you know just ignored me. In. But I yeah. fit it in, and and but they were not not nasty, but I don't know. There was, I there was a little like bit. Nothing. She wasn't having. You weren't Aryan enough or something. She, she wasn't sure. Aryan enough, and she got For pissed sure. about it. Anyway, sorry. So back to werewolves. But yeah, the whole point of all of that is that there is. We're talking about werewolves. I got lost in this story of Hungary, and I don't even know where we were anymore. (laughs) I was talking about Hungary and various other places. Uh, And remember, a lot of the werewolves come, werewolf stories come out of regional parts of Eastern Europe. You know, like Germany, Austria, uh, Hungary, Romania. Swanee. Oh yeah. Can I? uh, Can I sentence someone? Mm Hmm. I don't think that, or maybe you have, I don't recall, which which is highly probable because I have no memory at all, but I don't remember <laughs> you saying before in a crime that someone has been eviscerated. So that has really captured my imagination and I'm horrified by what Jack Spillman did to the mother and daughter, is it Rita and Amanda Huffman? Yeah. I just, no words. So my thing with him is if he's gone to prison and said, you know, that he sort of fancies himself as a bit of a self-made werewolf. I would think that if we go back to the first story, the suggestion was that the reason I became a werewolf was because the devil made me one, right? He he bestowed mm. the magic belt on me and whatever else. Dolly so made me do it. That's in the 1530s, 40s, 50s, up to 1580s. Whatever it was. Now the other crime was in what, the late 19, was it 85, 95? Yep. 95. 95, right, so recent. recent. So this guy's fully aware of lots of things. It's a very different It's not the 1500s, is it? It ain't, (laughs) no. So if this guy wants to sort of imagine himself as being a bit of a a devil, as it were, I would think that a, a punishment for him, befitting of him, would be for the devil to come to him and say, mate, you think you... You can do all this without, you know, any consequence and whatever else. I'm going to show you what fear is really like and I would like to think that he would then have some kind of, you know, when he's in jail or whatever else and he's haunted by or totally consumed with the idea that the devil's out for him because I think that, you know, he's portrayed himself (laughs) in the real world as a monster, as the devil, but I would like to think there's something more scary to him that would... Yeah, yeah totally terrify him you know here he is thinking he is above reproach he can slaughter people and cut them up and do unspeakable things i'd like someone i couldn't think of anyone worse than the devil but even the idea of it someone i think the the devil's good like that because the devil will work it out for you yes the devil will know what will be the thing that is the worst punishment for him. him. So you're right to sick the devil on him. Yeah. I'm gentle, I do, oh. and I know that's a. And of course, it's very much a. It's a folkloric kind of slash religious punishment response. But yeah. I'm just trying to say what would be a fitting punishment for someone who already sees themselves as the devil incarnate, right? Well, only the only only thing that could be is something that that would be more of that to him. I think, or, or maybe Am I, so. Schmitty, you you would know this more than me, but a demon scared of angels. Like if if you're no. down that path of being 
a, a demon? Are you scared of purity yeah. and light and wholesomeness? They're not frightened of angels. So some demons are fallen angels in the first instance, so they're the same things, but they have fallen away from the path of God, so they've decided that God's got it wrong and so they've sort of, you know, seceded, if you like. Yeah. And so they're not frightened, but there is definitely a power struggle. So if you were to put the two in a room, there'd be a big biffo and, you know, we would always like to think that the, the good would prevail. So... They're not frightened of them. But so the punishment wouldn't necessarily be... be to hang out with angels then maybe need to be the not, not necessarily, no. Or... Yeah. I think that it, it's yeah. not really a punishment. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I just, what, a, what an animal. What an absolute I just, animal. From my perspective, I'm going to go a little bit old school, not, not 1530s old school. Oh. Probably more just, you know, 60s, 70s, frontal lobotomy. That'll do. Oh, Knitting yeah. needles. To who? To, oh, to Jack Spillman. So yeah, you can't right. hurt yeah. anyone else. He's not quite vegetative but certainly reduced in his capacity to oh, just do I, I am absolutely staggered things. at this point in this podcast that you could really bring anything to the table that turns my stomach Would and upsets shock me anyone. as much as yeah. that. And again, and here we go again. Wait till tomorrow, yeah. What a what a piece of work. And it was really weird because in my first round oh, of looking for werewolf stuff, terrible. didn't come up. And then I no. found it. And I thought, who's this dude? And then I thought, oh, that's disgusting. Truly disgusting. Yeah. And so de- not, not, not to make it worse, but it is demeaning. It's awful. And Rita was yeah. an incidental victim. So he, he had no interest in her whatsoever. That was the mother, was, was it? He was, yeah. wanted the daughter. It was just okay. because she was home that he murdered her. I mean, I and don't know. Amanda worse. died Frankly, who would want didn't to, you say? Who would want to survive? No, that was his first victim. Uh, so his oh, first right, victim sorry. died too, too fast. I have a horrible feeling that Amanda and Rita didn't die. I, I took that as being Amanda being the first victim died too fast, no, so it took longer. There was this daughter oh. of his, the woman that he'd lived with, who had disappeared Sorry. and they suspected him in that and he had killed her as well. Yeah. Yeah, right. I hope they're both two. All three of together. them are, yeah. are in, at peace. The mother and daughter. Mm. I read an article that someone wrote, which didn't have any more detail in it, but, it was, but the point was more about what happens when people sort of succumb to this idea of bestial savagery, you know, and, and just decide that they can, they intertwine this fantasy of being a werewolf or a, or a vampire or whatever, and, it's, and it crosses boundaries that it really shouldn't cross. And that, you know, that was, this was sort of an example of that, but it's oh, awful. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point about the, the thing about werewolves and these not all cryptids, but werewolves. That's what's terrifying about them. And vampires is that they don't behave in a way that fits with. Well, they're uh, humans uh, sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. And and which is the more evil side? Oh, that was Ooh. deep. That was deep. <laughs> you shocked Ooh. yourself there. I did. Uh, yeah. Whenever they talk about, you know, killers being monsters, I mean, always the, the response is actually they wouldn't be able to be killers if they looked like monsters. They have to look normal and non Unless you're a werewolf. To get their victims. No, but that's the point, right? So I can understand why people would go that person who is meek, mild, not a monster, actually has to transform into a monster to do the things they do, whereas nowadays we just go, no, no, that that's just 
within them all the time, but they present as someone who is meat mild. Regular. I think there is an element also that in nowadays society, we, we will put it all down to mental illness too. Almost not to excuse it, but you know there is a oh there's a there's a rationale for it. Whereas in fifteen thirty, even if he was mentally deranged, Raving, yeah, there was yeah. no. I'm, I'm talking no more about nineteen ninety five though, right? Where he, yeah. you know, I think to do those things, you have to have some kind of mental illness. But I don't think we should ever confuse that mental illness with the day to day mental illness that some people confront. And and I. I think that just because you have a mental illness doesn't mean you will do the things that some people do. Also, just because you have blonde hair doesn't mean you'll do those things or, you know, whatever yeah. it is, that there are plenty of people who, you know, get raped as children and go on and live normal lives or get treated badly by their mother as children, live a normal life. But they don't, don't go into but Yeah, so I, I, don't, I, I think there's something more to it and you shouldn't ever brush it aside. No, no, I agree. And I think the thing with these modern werewolves being Thomas and Jack and Brad is the complete lack of transmogrification is a problem for me. Yeah, yeah. Me it's, too. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I, was no, yeah. I was just about to say that, funnily enough. Yeah. I was like, that gets yeah, me yeah. every time as a transmogrification. If there's no transmogrification, no one transmogrifies. I mean, as far you as could I'm just concerned, be a lot of old common shit, murderer. Yeah. <laughs> You are just a common murderer. You're just calling yourself You're not a, a werewolf. werewolf. Doesn't mate. make you a werewolf. That's right. You haven't got a magic belt. I just had to throw that in there because I'm sure I've used it in another episode. And similarly, you carried on <laughs> about the word. <laughs> I do like to carry on, as you say. <laughs> I think um, that that 1995 one, I think, is Awful. absolutely horrendous. And yeah, I, I think I just need to put that to the side because. If I'm going to sentence it, I want to know more about it and I want to understand what on earth because it's that bad. So I'm going to it put really that to a side. It really to talk about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like it just, it's so bad. So I'm going to leave that aside. So evil. I'm going to, so the 1500s, I'm going to sentence Stumpy. And it's not a sentence. It's a similar to what we've Poor done with the, the nice place in Trial by Wine World. Oh, he goes to the gonna, good place. Oh, no, God. no, he doesn't go to the good place. I'm going to put oh. him in the, the tiny whining machine and bring him to modern day world where oh, yeah. people understand a bit more. Because we don't know if he did crimes or if he didn't do crimes. But <laughs> well, I want we understand his... if you have sex with your daughter, it's, you know. I want a bit more empathy yeah, for him. If he did thing that happens. Yeah. If he, well, if he did do the things that he was accused of, if he, if he ate his son's brains, also then we'll sentence you for that. But I'm just not sure that that happened. So let, well, I wonder let's... whether or not, I do wonder whether the one thing that he did do was have a child with his daughter. I wonder if that was truly the underlying crime, was the incest, and then yeah. it was all a big beat up about him being a werewolf. And you can't yeah, well, you know, I mean, Taz is a well-functioning society. I, I think it's, you know, it's okay. <laughs> I think I just stopped to think, did I hear that correctly? So and then I, I realised yeah, yeah, yeah. we both yeah. looked at each other yeah. and then I thought, yeah, no, uh, I heard that. Yeah, yeah you right. know, went there. like I used to, I've spent an awful lot of time in Tassie. I love it. But what, someone said to me once there's, so Devonport, Launceston and Hobart, and they said it's more on Port, Inceston and Slobart. 
And this is from someone oh in Tassie who born and bred. So, you know, like whilst I'm saying what, what I'm saying might sound horrific, there is there is a bit of a rep for Tassie of having isolation and therefore... Inbreeding. You know, like what was it? Um, not yeah, but I a think direct, a an indirect family member or a distant family. Yeah, distant relative. I don't want to have yeah, sex yeah. with my cousins, but that's got to be somewhat more acceptable if you there was no one else to choose from than... Yeah, right, and if your it's your daughter. second cousin, well, what do we say about that? Even better, the, even better. Is it a hard line or a blurry line? So so he's going to come to modern-day world and get get judged accordingly, but the 1530s uh-huh. or 1580s people are going to get sentenced to continually living in the 1580s because that just sounds like <laughs> one shit show <laughs> that I don't Absolutely. want to be a part of. Like you're scared of Horrendous. everything, you are brutal to people yep. that maybe you used to love. I don't know. Just just like Swanee in, Sw- in Sweden <clears throat> in a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're right. They're on their own. <laughs> yeah, and then Pancake, Pancake, that needs to play out more. I'm not okay with stabbing someone 50 times with a box cutter and getting three years. No. I don't I think he was It wasn't even mentally, three years. Of, it was three years in a, a mental In a mental institution. institution. Yeah. And we've discussed this before. If you, if you kill someone under the guise of mental illness, do you not get 25 years in a mental institution because you've still – but there's rehab and there's punishment, and and that is a whole lot of rehab that is not yeah, okay. Not and we just three years. We discussed this with Wiggers, where she was in jail. She came out and she went on to the social media stuff and was yeah, yeah, you know doing yeah. all these inappropriate yeah, things. Yeah, I'm not okay with it. I don't understand how they can enforce a ban on social media, to be honest, though, with pancakes. Well, Donald Trump did, didn't he? Didn't he get banned? Well, but but wasn't it the platform that had to ban him in the end? It wasn't just other people saying you need to be banned. So a court order is interesting because, anyway, I don't really understand how that works, but let's assume it did. All right, so what about Tom Staub, the little drunk kid? We don't care about him. Can, can we stop recording for a sec? Because I can't remember who he was. One with his knives and said that He's he was a werewolf. He's the drunk kid at the end. He's just a moron. It was the last story. He growled at the police and he then he wanted. barking or howling or whatever. He said something about, I'm going to kill your cousin Keith. I don't. Was no, there. I still don't get yeah, it. no, there wasn't even a story there, though. No, not really. I mean, he, he, he just got pissed at a campground and upset some people. Oh, that's yeah, right. Cause yeah, because you, yeah, you, you threw me with all of that conversation about hungry afterwards. And then oh, I was going to say something and I couldn't remember, and so I just forgot the whole story. That was that was just a nothing. Yeah, I put that in I just mean, to lighten the mood. I put it in to lighten the because we had that really nasty one. He just needs to we be are shamed because that's not werewolf action, mate. You're just an idiot. No, I know. No, you're just a drunk like Schmitty and I. And again, yep. No transmogrification. Oh, I've got a I've got a sentence for him. He needs to Here go to Russian go. accent school. So yeah, that he has a, a Russian accent, not a Russian-like like accent. accent. Also, I think he um, he just needs to aspire <laughs> da, more. Da. Da, 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 da. It does. <laughs> See, yeah. he has to aspire to have accents like us. <laughs> <laughs> and by dog right. dog. Wow, right. good one, Schmitty. All right. Well, thank you very much. I know that was silly, but that was the intention. As we say every week, miss you already. Ta-ta. Ta-ta, my lovelies. Ta-ta, ta-ta. Ciao!
Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.